Hey, everybody. Welcome to the For the Win podcast. I am your Friday host, Hemel Javeri, and joining me is Charles Curtis. Charles, how are you? I'm great. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday. Uh, when was the last time you were on the podcast? I think I was on, on the very last uh, Ted Berg podcast, so I'm, I'm honored to be uh, back back on with you. So I'm, I'm totally happy about that. <laughs> Anyway, I feel like you and I actually don't get a lot of time to chat on the podcast. Is this our first? I think this might be yours and I's first, like back and forth, right? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 we, we do have a lot, of, a lot of back and forth on our our chat, you know, uh, online. Yes. It's so much better to, to do this in person, of course. Or on the phone, I should say. We're not really in person. It does feel like in person when one person is down in in DC and the other is up in New York. I know it is. I mean, so much of. I, I'm not even sure how many, but like maybe I've seen you what three times in person in real life. Oh yeah, in like, but, but we, in like four we years. Yeah. Yeah, but we know each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're 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 old, old friends, you know. You don't you don't see person, uh, you know, face to face. Yeah. Um. So it's been a relatively up and down week in sports, per usual, and. Uh, one thing that I want to talk about because it's been driving me crazy is the new Tom Brady book that's out. <laughs> the TB12 method, you mean? The TB12 method. Uh, there's a, I have okay. To be to be fair, I have not actually read the entire book, and I don't plan on reading the entire book. But the excerpts that have leaked from the book are, or not even leaked, but the excerpts that are out there are pretty fantastic. Oh yeah, it's it's an incredible thing, and and I love how you know Tom Brady's sort of I, I don't want to say untouchable, but you know he's somebody who's revered in a certain way, and then up to, at the same time he's somebody everybody likes to take down at the same time, mm-hmm. um, which isn't always true for people like Tom Brady, right? Like I don't think people you know sort of sat back with Peyton Manning were like, oh, I love to see him you know taking down. It's a little different with Tom because he's won so much, he's he's married to a supermodel, and he's you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's a patriot. And so I think that there's sort of this level of schadenfreude when, when people see something to take down about Tom Brady, they jump on it. So it, it's been pretty pretty fun to watch from that perspective. What? So I will say I'm definitely in that second camp, right? Ted and I both very much were, mm, I, I'm comfortable saying anti-Tom Brady. Not that, they, not that he was a bad person or he's or a bad football player. He's a phenomenal football player, but for exactly the reasons you said, you know, participating in kind of the Tom Brady takedown has been a, a pastime that we've enjoyed. Um, so I'm definitely in that former camp. Where do you fall? I kind of fall into like the, I've, I've really enjoyed watching him. I don't have, I don't, I don't want, I don't hate on him. Cause I, I think like, I, I do get a laugh when there's something to be taken down with Tom Brady, but like any other athlete, I don't necessarily pick him out and say, Oh, Tom Brady, he's the worst. Because I always felt like here's a guy who was, you know, drafted late, late, late in the NFL draft. He's really made something of himself. Um, even without, I think Bill Belichick, he'd still be, pretty good. I don't think he'd be, you know, as good. I, I still think the Bill Belichick thing is there. But I, I, I don't necessarily pick him out and say, oh, he's the worst. It's partially because I think, you know, I'm a Giants fan. And so, mm-hmm. you know, beating the beating the Patriots was, gave us a lot of joy. But it wasn't necessarily Tom Brady uh, uh, focused. I think that, that Brady is still one of the greatest athletes. I think sometimes he comes off a little smarmy and a little know-it-all. But at the same time, like, he's accomplished so much. I mean, you gotta, you got to give him his props. I think I, I wrote something about that last year where I was like, you know, 
give a little credit. You, you know, the, the, you have to you have to hand it to him and the Patriots that they've done things the right way, and we all hate them because they're so good. And I think that that's that's my angle anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's a very fair and reasonable angle. Um, I'm definitely oh, reasonable. That's that's a word that's been used a lot about me on this podcast. So I guess I'll have to have to stomach that for you too. Okay. Yeah, you need you need some more hot takes, man. You need to you need to be so unreasonable like like the rest of us. Um, there's, I mean, we've heard okay, so we've heard a lot about Tom Brady's crazy diet, right? Like no white sugar, no white flour, no nightshades, and just all kinds of craziness, but um, the one storyline that's been burning up uh, the interwebs this week is his take on drinking water and how water has prevented him from having to use sunscreen, which I, that's just irresponsible, right? Completely, not really. Yeah, it was dumb. Yeah. So let me, let me read out this relevant portion from Brady's book uh, um, so you guys have an idea of what we're talking about. So he says, when I was growing up and playing outside in the sun, I got sunburned a lot. I was a fair-skinned Irish boy after all. These days, even if I get an adequate amount of sun, I won't, I won't get a sunburn, which I credit to the amount of water I drink. I always hydrate afterward, too, to keep my skin from peeling. When I, when I once told that to my sister, she said, you mean I don't have to use all those moisturizers and facial products to keep my skin looking good? I should just drink as much water as you do. I think you should market your TB12 electrolytes as a beauty product. I just laughed. Like, this excerpt makes him sound insane. Like, it's like Scientology yeah. level of crazy. Oh, yeah. What is wrong with him? Like, I, this, is, this is the thing. Like, I would, I would do this for any athlete, let alone Tom Brady. It's like, just don't say that. Just just get get somebody scientific to be like, nah, you probably shouldn't say that in a book because, like, what if somebody follows it and then they sue you and then you got a lawsuit for liability? Or, I don't know. I don't know if that's even possible. I'm, I'm, no, I'm no lawyer. But I look at it and I'm like, dude, like, you know, even if his ghostwriter, whoever was working with him on it did it, like, come on. Like, somebody's got to catch it. An editor has got to sit there and just be like, that just doesn't seem right. Like, you know, we, we hear about it a lot, you know, that they go out and something bad for you. And that's why you need tons of sunblock. Let's just go off of that, you know. Hydrate too, because you know it's sunny out and and, and sun is hot and and get some water in you. But it can't prevent a sunburn. Like please, like it, I don't know. It, it, it is. Dustin uh, had probably my favorite comparison. Um, I think I think it was Lindsay Adler. I can't remember who it was that wrote the post. I think it was Lindsay Adler. But it was on Dustin, and she said that Tom Brady is the Gwyneth Paltrow of sports. And I could not agree more <laughs> because this sounds like some goop stuff that she would print on her crazy holistic wellness website that has absolutely no basis in science whatsoever, right? I don't doubt oh, totally. that. Yeah, like drinking water is great for you. You should drink a ton of water, like good for Tom Brady, but to take it that extra step um, and kind of put in that quote with, from his sister that says, like, I don't have to use all these moisturizers. Like, mm, that's. That's not great. <laughs> but did you have um, to catch that in there that, that there was some kind of Tom Brady electrolytes reference in there? It's like I think yeah. part of the book, and again, I haven't read it yet, but what, from whatever, it seems like he's selling a lot of stuff in there, like his pajamas and stuff. So yeah. I think it's part of his, his, you know, the, the TB12 brand, and I think that's yeah. so. That's a big eye roll. That gets a big eye roll for me. Like exactly. Yeah. It is. I mean, it sounds, I mean, to say disingenuous is, is to be kind. I mean, it obviously sounds like a marketing person tacked that line on at the end, um, 
which which is ridiculous because it also just shows like how dumb do you guys think we are right because i i think that tom brady you know had a decent amount of involvement in writing this book and that line at the end definitely sounds like something that a marketing person snuck in there so that you could sell like tb12 electrolytes the um, right, exactly. Which is not really doing Tom any favors, right? Because, like you said, he's 40, and the fact that he is actually just getting better is phenomenal. And it is a testament to, like, how regimented he must have to be in his diet. Um, so, but when you put when you put language like that in there to be like, hey, buy TB12 electrolytes, it, it doesn't even do Tom Brady any favors. Right. Well, I think that the, if you're looking at the general point of the book or the kind of the takeaway that I had, it was this. It was that Tom Brady's a crazy person, first of all, and that he really takes this stuff way overboard. And I think that's true about any diet or any method or anything you, you hear about from a professional athlete or anybody, frankly, who's going to tell you and be like, hey, this diet or this exercise or this thing works for me. And you can kind of tell on a scale that, like, you know, the the uh, the – the, the needle's pointing, like, you know, kind of, that's a little too much. Like, the guy that mm-hmm. eats tomatoes, the guy's like, maybe I'll have a tomato once in a while. Come on. Like, yeah. the, you know, and, and, and the thing that got me was, like, you know, no sugar ever. You know, like, once in a while, no, never. I mean, you know, again, they're extremes. I, I, just don't think, I just don't think that's healthy, though. Like, your body does need sugar. Yeah, oh, I could totally agree. I, my question is, where did you get a cyber from? And that's, that's my, like, thing. I, I'm just yeah. I'm weird about, like, that. Like, I, I need to know, like, where does your fiber come in? I, obviously, he probably drinks some supplements or some kind of stuff that, that, that does him right by that. But I always look at that and I'm like, man, that's weird. I'll tell you the, the thing that got me that made me laugh on the internet about the Tom Brady book this week was the avocado ice cream recipe. Oh, yeah. Because it's like. Explain that. It, so, yeah, so there's, you know, he doesn't eat dessert or whatever. He doesn't eat sugar or certain types of sugar. So what he does is he makes himself avocado ice cream, which is not really ice cream. It's just avocado. Stuff here. I'm gonna read it. The Boston Globe has the recipe. Yeah, please read it. Here we go. Because I, I like, I want to say so many bad things about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I think, and I, I may be wrong. So hopefully, the people out there aren't, aren't, aren't ticked off if I got it wrong. But I believe it was the folks from SI.com who do SI Eats um, mm-hmm. made it. I think yes. they did. Um, and it looks like dirt, and it sounds like dirt. Okay, so here's the recipe: one avocado. Parentheses ripen soft, of course. Never make an avocado. I mean, I'm, I'm no Ted Berg food expert, but I know that you have never, ever open up an avocado unless it's absolutely ripe and soft. Okay. Um, half a cup of raw cashews, which I can't eat. I'm allergic to nuts, so I'm out on this. I'm not even going to try it. Half a cup of coconut meat from young coconuts. Oh okay, so not old coconuts, but young coconuts. I don't know why, but okay. One and a half cups of dates pitted. Gross. One cup of raw cacao powder. powder. Oh. Okay. Like that. Okay. And then one and one fourth cup of water. Then you blend it and you put it in a freezer until it reaches its thickness. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's gross. It's so gross. Oh, but for quicker ice cream, freeze half of the water into ice cubes before blending. Ugh. Um, uh, I would like to try to make it, but because somebody else has done it, I'm not going to do it. But man, it's just like that's not ice cream. That's just a I don't know how to describe that's it. That's just frozen avocados. Like, that's just frozen yeah. avocados with some cacao powder mushed in there. Don't call it ice cream. Say, like, you can call it any other name that you want, but it is not ice cream. I get the heavy, like, quote marks around ice cream. Support for the For the Win podcast comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. 
That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. It's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com FTW. That's rocketmortgage.com FTW. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030. We all have our own food things, right? Like you're like, I'm really crazy about making sure you're getting enough fiber or whatever. I'm terrible with diet. I think it probably affects you know, if I go work out, I'm sure it affects my performance, like the day before, the day after, all this other stuff. Um, but I don't think I have like a one thing, like, you know, Tom Brady is like no nightshades because it causes inflammation or something like that. I'm not really sure I've ever given that much thought to food to begin with. That's interesting. I, I had, a, um, I was very affected by reading. Um, well, so my thing is right. Like, I think I eat healthy, but I definitely have a lot of vices that I, I lean on in food land. Like my mentality is all screwed up, but I, I think I get that. You know, and it's, it's, yeah. it's like you, you look at something like this and you say, okay, Tom Brady and his trainers and who, and I think his wife, I think that's, that's part of it that, that um, Giselle is very much into, you know, these, these holistic methods or the, the foods that she eats. So I think there's right. an effect there. I'm, I'm not quite 100% sure, but I remember reading that at some point. But we all know, like, inflammation is bad. We all know that, like, um, you know, certain certain vegetables and fruits make you, your body do certain things. Or, you know, eating red meat is does blank your body. I, we see it all the time on Twitter. This is, you know, this is what whatever does to your body. And they, they have a video explaining all the gross things that happen in your body. It just seems like Tom Brady's taking that to the, the, the way extreme. And so it's like, oh, God, anything that causes inflammation, stay away from it. Absolutely. Right. Um, so for me, it's like, you know, I'm like, well, if I have a salad for lunch, uh, maybe I could have something slightly less healthy for dinner. That's my mentality coming out of something like this. So I, I'm not one who's going to read this book and say, oh, you know, I'm going to really adopt that. But I'm definitely somebody who thinks about sometimes like, oh, you know, like uh, I shouldn't eat that hot dog because hot dogs are nasty. And, you know, maybe I'll save that for a, a day when I, you know, not necessarily a cheat day, but like a day when I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling like eating a hot dog, you know, and I, I think – I don't know. I don't know if that's smart, but I, I think that when you look at somebody like Tom Brady, you say, I'm not going to do all that, but maybe I'll eat healthier. I think that's the only conclusion you can have. Yeah. I mean, and again, God, you're like the voice of reason, right? Like, it is. <laughs> Darn it. I, I'm trying here. But it is, I mean, it's true. Like, you generally want to try to eat healthier, and I just personally, I went for a run today, and then I came back, and I realized that I was like, man, there's nothing in my house that I can eat that might actually be good for me at this moment. Um, it's which, like, you don't want to get to that point. So like, yes, I applaud Tom Brady for that. But what Tom Brady also has is like a staff of nutritionists and uh, chefs that can actually make all this stuff for him and his family. Right. It, it costs a lot of money to be able to eat the Tom, the way Tom Brady eats, which a lot of people just can't afford to do. Oh, yeah, 100%. I've always said this about celebrities, not even just athletes, but celebrities. So if you and I had all day 
to, let's say we, we, I don't know, let's say we're, I'm trying to think of a good celebrity. I was going to say Brad Pitt. I don't know if he's a good example, but let's take Brad or like Leo DiCaprio. And you have a two-week or a month schedule where you have to film a movie. You make a lot of money off that. Then you have however many months off to, you know, promote the movie or whatever or find the next project in case you're sweet time to do it. What would you do all day? You'd work right. out because it's right. part of your business. You would, you would you'd eat healthy. You would work out. So I always thought, like, man, if I had the, that many hours in a day, I would be jacked. I and mean, trust me, if you haven't seen my picture, everybody, I am not jacked. I am not that much in shape. I'm, uh, you know, whatever. But like, would you would is, you describe your bod as a dad bod? No. <laughs> um, lean, I believe, would be a nice way of saying it. I was always this skinny kid growing up, and like, but like, fine. You know, I will admit it. I have, I have, I have a little bit of a belly because I'm a dad, and that's just what happens. You know. This is not meant for me. Like, I'm not trying to body shame you. <laughs> But darn it, I'm trying to stay in shape. Yeah, no, I totally have a dad yeah, bod. I'm, yeah. I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, no, I've accepted it because apparently dad bods are cool and they're in. And, yeah, know, that's I right. This, yeah, I always say this. I'm brave for the one who's not fashionable. Dad bods are oh, cool Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. No, here's yeah. another thing that um, – here's a lot, another excerpt from his book that from is from Maxim Magazine, and it says – but he emphasizes, that's Tom Brady, emphasizes you should never, ever eat fruit with other foods because it's bad for digestion. What? Hmm. I don't, what does that mean? Like you can't eat an apple and peanut butter? Well, that seems, yeah, I don't know. That's a really good question. I, there are some of these methods that I just, I've never heard of. I, he must have some kind of guru. That's crazy. So the other thing is, I don't really drink tea, but I might drink a cup of bone broth. That's foul. Like, <laughs> that's just awful, Tom. Hasn't bone broth been proven to kind of be kind of a, a racket? Like, I, I don't want to, you know, destroy big big bone broth out there or whatever, right, you know, right. the, the, the lobbyists. But I don't know. I, I, I've heard, to, you know, read some things that people are, like, rolling their eyes at. It's like, oh, bone broth in or was in, like, a year ago. And now it's, like, kind of quieted down probably because it was another one of those food fads. What, um, is, what is even, what is that? I don't even know what it is. Bone is broth? It like, is it just, like, you take meat bones and make broth out of them? Well, I think that's how you, like, make chicken stock, right? <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. Um, yeah, bone broth is a, it's a Broth made. This is where you know. This is where we got to call our boy Ted in and just be like, "Hey, what exactly yeah. is bone broth?" Yeah. I, know. Um, I miss Ted. But, Sorry. I know. Me too. I I, I agree. We'll, we'll hope you know. Marvel up to him for having kids, but yeah. Um, I just think, yeah. I, again, like if he's gotten some kind of advice over the years, and it's worked for him. And I think mm-hmm. the thing is that he's he's able to sell this because he's now forty and he's still at the top of his game. And the funny thing mm-hmm. for me is as an NFL writer, fan, uh, person who's been following him since, you know, the moment that he stepped on the field. Um, the thing is that, like, I wonder if he was with another team, if he wouldn't be this good at the age of 40, because all I've seen from him yeah. in terms of, of scheming on the field is like, okay, so he used to be able to throw this really beautiful deep ball back when Randy Moss was on the team. He could, you know, sling it all over the field. And now he's sort of like, they've, they've built a team around him to, to get all these short passes and, and all these little little dink and dunks here and there, but like accurately and, and get guys who can kind of run these really great routes for them. And mm-hmm. so I think that when you look at that, you say, well, you know, they're, they're kind of covering up for any, any deficiencies he has as a 40-year-old. It's brilliant. It's the, the perfect thing. And I think he's going to keep doing it, uh, you know, for another few years, which is something he said recently. But I, I just think to myself, like, 
amazing that he's able to kind of parlay the fact that he's he's still a star and still winning Super Bowls because partially because of the team around him, because they cover up for the fact that you know maybe his arm isn't as as strong as it used to be. I'm seeing this with Eli Manning. Eli Manning doesn't seem like the same quarterback he used to be, partially because he's he's just older and he's also what, four years younger than than Brady. So yeah, you know, kudos. Well, it is. I mean, it's weird because it is his whole lifestyle thing, right? He has been able to kind of use that to to brand himself as as elite um, and be able to make money off of it. But I I love your point about Eli and also Aaron Rodgers, right? Like Aaron Rodgers is not nearly as good as Tom Brady, but he is a name in his own right. And you don't really see other quarterbacks or athletes out there trying to really market their method. Like the, the athlete that I think about all the time is Serena Williams. Like I would be really interested to read her book and see, you know, how she does everything that she does. Um, that's really the only direct comparison that I think I can make. Who did you say? I didn't hear who you said who. Oh, Serena Williams. Oh, yeah, oh, 100%. I mean, she right? was, she, she's incredible. Uh, you know, and, and we've talked a lot about her as an athlete, as one of the greatest athletes of all time, regardless of gender. Um, and the thing that I remember from the last few months of, of her pregnancy, and, of course, you know, like, yeah, if you're, if you're pregnant, you work out and you do everything. But she was hitting forehands and backhands and, and you know, photos of it, uh, videos of it from Instagram, like her, like, hitting, you know, doing drills at nine months pregnant. And I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, mentally, she's like, yeah. I can't wait to get back on the court. And, and you know, yeah, I would love to read her book. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, I, I, I'd be like, okay, well, this is some – so I guess I guess there's a, a audience out there for people that – I'm excited about Serena Williams, so I assume people are excited about Tom Brady. I mean, why wouldn't they be? Um, but it is interesting to me that I think getting married to Giselle also really kind of pushed him in this direction of uh, – holistic wellness kind of stuff because I don't think he was there before right I don't know it didn't come I mean again we're in the era of like you know dissecting athletes under the microscope 24 7 so I don't know if like 10 years ago we would have had the same level of, of looking at the TB12 method but at the same time yeah, yeah I, I kind of wonder if, if that is a factor that like because he's married to the supermodel and he you know she's she also is talking about being very healthy I think Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of part of the mystique. And that's the really interesting thing about Tom Brady in general to me is that, like, here is this guy who is, you know, was sort of a, a lesser, you know, I don't want to say no name, but he came out of Michigan and he mm-hmm. was drafted late. We all know, we all know the, the tale of Tom Brady, if we want to, you know, mm-hmm. make it kind of like, you know, the capital T tale. Um, and then he, you know, he has, he has a, you know, he dates a, 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 an actress, has a child with her, ends mm-hmm. up marrying, you know, one of the, the biggest name models in the, in the world. Um and and wins all the title. I mean, he's got it all, basically. Yeah. It's just the one person who's got it all. And, you know, he, he paints himself as somebody who didn't necessarily grow up thinking he'd be that way. Or, you know, yeah. that he worked hard, but, he you know, did he know that he was going to be perhaps the greatest quarterback of all time with a beautiful wife? And, you know, I don't know. You know, it, it, it's kind of really fascinating to, to look at it from that perspective, too. It is. And what's funny to me, and not funny, but what I find really frustrating about the book, I think, is that it feels like it it is a self-help TB12 method book uh, that really is just wants to sell you a bunch of other stuff, right? Like you're supposed to buy the book and then you're supposed to buy all the products that he's selling within the book. And it's all supposed to be marketed as science when none of it is actually science, right? Like this is where the goop factor, Gwyneth Paltrow factor comes in. It's yeah. just all this garbage pseudoscience that's been packaged into it to, um, 
to, to make people feel like they're going to be healthy. And like, yeah, I'm glad that it works for Tom Brady, but it is not a method that is going to scale down for almost anybody else. Uh, so it feels just like so disingenuous that he's really just trying, oh God, he's just trying to scam people, you know? Ooh, and yeah. It is, because it's not science, right? The TB12 method is the method that works for Tom Brady. It's not a method that's probably going to work for anybody else. Well, I think that that's, that's the question we have to ask ourselves, right? Is, is and, and this is where I want to turn around a little bit and be unreasonable, Charles. Here's the mm-hmm. thing. Wouldn't you do that if you were Tom Brady? Right? Like, I kind of would. I, you know, I, I think that I would sit there and, and say, I'd write a book about this and, and sell it and, yeah. and make more money off it. I kind of would. I don't know. I mean, I think that what I would do is... I, I think there's like the threefold thing in this that bothers me, which is that one, I don't mind that he did a Tom Brady method, right? I think what bothers me is that he's got expensive pajamas that he wants you to sleep in and the TV told electrolyte water that he wants you to buy combined with some pretty uh, hard to believe claims about how drinking enough water will protect you from getting a sunburn, right? So it's just like, it's all three of them put together that really really upset me because if you want to be like, eh, you know what, I'm like any other lifestyle blogger slash athlete out there and want to talk more about like, here's what I've done. That's great. I think that, you know, the, the nuggets of what Tom Brady is saying is actually true, right? If you eat less processed food and if you drink more water and if you exercise more, you will get healthier. So but to have to follow the TB12 method, I think is, um, is unreasonable and excessive. That's yeah. fair, and, and I'll throw in that, yes, the answer, I, I agree with you, and, and so I'll take what I what I asked. Wouldn't you do it? And I'll just take up the snake oil. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I would not yeah. do it, snake oil salesman. And I think that, that's, you know, it's people picking that apart on the Internet is good, um, uh, but I think people are going to buy the book. I really do. I don't know how many, I don't know if it's a uh, every week bestseller, but I certainly think people are going to be like, you know, scooping yeah. up. All the, all the fans who are, you know, been loving this guy for, for so long, they'll sit there and say, you, you know, just got to buy it for Tom, you know, and I think that that's part of the, the thing. And it's, you're right, though, there is this juxtaposition of Tom Brady, the underdog who's who's made something mm-hmm. himself, and Tom Brady, the salesman, who, you know, yes. combining those two just feels a little icky. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, Charles, thanks so much for hanging out and talking Tom Brady with me. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and please remember to rate and review us on 